If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three. And we are off and running in hour three. And there is a grassroots movement to get rid of the GM of the Colts. Why? He said something that was hurtful. Was the Colts executive's Andrew Luck comment inbounds or out of bounds? We will parse the words as that Colts executive is currently being spanked. Also, does it matter? We're going to baseball. Does it matter that the Atlanta Braves are considered the best team in baseball by some unnamed executive? And how crazy is this Wander Franco story turning some new developments in the former bell of the ball for the Tampa Bay Rays, who is now persona non grata. We'll get to all of that and more as we snap into it here in our number three. It is being called the Ballard of Bull. But what is it? Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. They keep happening one after another. It's an assembly line of hot takes. We are in the air everywhere, cheek to cheek, as we are hanging out there anytime, any place you can find us. If you look hard enough, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and mischievously, that's a big word. Powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the ground, the playground of life. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. That's a lot. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And the spark 
of conversation this hour comes from Indy. That is our lead. As the football team in Indianapolis, the Colts, their general manager, a gentleman by the name of Chris Ballard. Say what? Yeah, Chris Ballard is the guy's name. He's being roasted over an open fire for comments that he made recently. If you did not see this story, give you the thumbnail recap. You might have missed it. So when asked about Jonathan Taylor's slowdown strike, Chris Ballard said he doesn't think that Jonathan Taylor's situation will hinder Anthony Richardson's growth. Okay, fine. But it's what he said at the very end that is the money part of the quote. He mentioned a former Indianapolis quarterback, and this ruffled a bunch of feathers. People very upset. They were clutching their pearls. So let's go to the audio tape. Here is the GM of the Colts, Chris Ballard. Do you think that stunts Anthony's growth or hinders his early development, not having Johnson next to him? Well, look, when you don't have a great player, I mean, but I don't think it stunts his growth. No, not at all. But But it doesn't, I mean, I don't know. Did it stunt Andrew's growth without a special back? No! He said it! He said it! He said it! He said Luck's name! He said it! Yeah. Well, that seemed like a rather benign comment, but that led, of course, to upheaval. A sign of the times, the zeitgeist of the day, is to go crazy. Like your hair's on fire. And a number of indie backers and Andrew Luck fanboys are now demanding that Chris Ballard lose his job. He crossed the line. You can't say that about Andrew Luck. He retired when he was 29 years old, you loser. So let us discuss the question. Was the Colts executive, Chris Ballard, his comment about Andrew Luck inbounds or out of bounds? So it is inbounds, inbounds. I've got passion play, trial lawyer, and stew. And we will connect all of these things together, and we are going to make the Baba Ganoush is what we're going to make. Why not? So first of all, my first first thought on this, chill out. Man. Just, just chill out. Ballard's comments, as I said, they were inbounds. Who are these thin-skinned? Are these people even real, these thin-skinned people all upset? I get the whole hero worship thing and all that. And you're, you're, you're like, hey, Andrew Luck climbed up the ladder, and he was able to bob and weave for a number of years, and we love him and all that. But uh, Andrew Luck, the comment, Andrew Luck did not need a special back to become an effective quarterback, that's based in reality. And can we also retire the false narrative that Andrew Luck retired because the Colts' roster was not good enough, and if the Colts only had better players, he would have kept playing. The same argument people made about Barry Sanders with the Lions, although I tend to think that is more based in reality, that and he didn't want to get beat up. The Andrew Luck thing, though, if you examine what happened a few years ago and he retired before an exhibition game or during an exhibition game for the Colts, Andrew Luck's retirement was a passion play. He, meaning he never had the passion for football. Guys that have the passion for football don't quit the way he quit. And it's fine. I mean, see his life. He can do whatever he wants. But, I mean, call it like it is. He went into it because he went into football because it was the family business. His pops 
was a big-time football player. So he went into football. He happened to be pretty good at it. Maybe it's genetics. I don't know. But Andrew Luck had always been a different breed of cat. And he was on the nerd spectrum more than the meathead spectrum. He wasn't like the other players in the NFL, meaning that there are some that are like this, but most players in the NFL don't have a book club. The ones that do stand out. Andrew Luck loved the book club. He was a big nerd. Admitted it, which is fine, but that's unusual in the NFL. And by the way, Anthony Richardson is a green tomato compared to Andrew Luck coming into the NFL. Luck was just that water guy, ready-made, was not going to be a flop out of Stanford and ready to go and uh, right on the launching pad. Richardson, if Andrew Luck is a just-add-water helper, like a hamburger helper type menu uh, item, Richardson is a brisket where you have to add potatoes and veggies and sauce, and you've got to use that low and slow cooking method for eight, nine hours to cook the brisket. That's where Richardson is. It is going to be ugly with a capital, capital U. Now, page two here. Let's go to baseball. Georgia is on my mind. We go to the state of Georgia where the Atlanta Braves are on the road. They're heading to Los Angeles for a big showdown series. Mono a mano, belly to belly, face to face, eye to eye. The Dodgers and the Braves. It is on like Donkey Kong Thursday through Sunday. It's going to be a great matchup. Regular season baseball. The Dodgers trying to catch Atlanta for the top record in baseball. Braves, I believe, have a four-game lead. And the Braves, it's amazing they played so well because they, they're, they're getting a bubble bath thrown at them from other executives. They're literally getting a bubble bath. Now, the latest one that I saw, and I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but a guy by the name of Jesse Rogers, he had a quote, sports writer for, for the Entertainment and Sports Network, but he talked to an NL East GM who said the following. He didn't bite his tongue. He said, they're, meaning the Braves, the best team in baseball, and it's not even close. And there were some other executives that also were jumping on the Atlanta Braves gravy train and celebrating the Bravos. So the question, does it matter that the Braves are considered the team, the top team, in the industry, does it matter? So I am. I'm going to shake my head no on this. Uh, I I am. I'm, I'm going to shake my no uh, my head no on this particular issue uh, because it's just not based in in reality. It's not. Uh, I mean, and 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 here here's. Let me get to the meat of the matter here. And this is where the audio trial lawyer in me comes out. That it's what's known as hearsay. It's it's subterfuge. Meaning that it does not prove anything the Atlanta Braves have done so far does not prove that the Braves are the top team, that they're going to win the World Series. While it's nice and it makes you feel good and gives you confidence, Atlanta's baseball team, they have the top record in the regular season, a few games ahead of the Dodgers, and they're top and run differential. Whoop dee damn do. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert, Rob Manford does not give you the piece of metal for being the top team after 162. I wish he did. The Dodgers would have a few more championships. You have to win in the month of October. And who overcomes 
the immense pressure. The Braves have not won with Ronald Acuna Jr. in the lineup. They're not won a World Series. He was out when they won that World Series a couple years ago. But that's all that matters. And the evidence that the regular season record is irrelevant. Since 2019, I'm not going back 50 years. I'm not going back 100 years. Since 2019, we have had three average regular season teams who happened to be in the National League who worked as interlopers to crash the party. The Washington Nationals used natitude to win 93 games, which is not the greatest team in baseball. They won 93 games. They didn't even win in their division that year, the, the Nationals. And they got to the World Series. The Braves, the Braves teams that beat the cheating a-holes, 88 wins that year. They were under 500 midway through the season. The Philadelphia Phillies last season won 87 games. They were the last team in. All of them made the fall classic. And the Nationals and the Braves, we know what happened. They won the whole enchilada. So the lesson is rather obvious that it doesn't matter the Braves or the Dodgers. It's irrelevant. And the term best means as good as all the rest. That's the legal definition of the term best. We bring this up from time to time because it's important. People say they're the best team. Well, the best legally means as good as all the rest. So, yes, the Atlanta Braves are the best team. They're as good as all the rest. The Dodgers are the best team. You're gonna, even the Oakland A's are, are the best team. They're as good as all the rest. They're a major league team. All right, final stop here. Let's go to Tampa. The vanished, disgraced MLB star is back in the sports fodder yet again. Story that had gone silent for a while, but the light is now flickering. We are told that a special prosecutor in the Dominican Republic is currently investigating a second formal complaint against Wander Franco, the baseball prodigy, who signed the forever contract with the Tampa Bay Rays. And this another investigation that he was uh, canoodling with a uh, young lady who was not of legal status, uh, was not over 18 or over. So how crazy is this Wander Franco story turning? So it's not surprising because there, were, there, were, there was chatter that this was going to happen but it is a wild ride on the tawdry side, right? You are dining al fresco at a very small bistro on the wrong side of the tracks. And if you look at the menu at this bistro, they're, they're serving stew. It's taboo stew is what they're serving there. If you check your scorecard, this is the latest of not one, not two, but three Claims are made against hot stuff Wander Franco. Like, what, what's, what is, what's going on here? I, and he was, in air quotes, dating, dating uh, girls who were hanging out on the handball courts at school. Uh, and and these, these are all allegations, and you have not been proven guilty of anything. That is absolutely something that needs to be said. At the same time, there are some incriminating photographs of Wander Franco with what appears to be underage girls, and some of them are wearing his jewelry, which, unless that happens to be a relative, uh, a little tough. That's uh, a little tough. And uh, some of the photos, uh, there's a little kissy going on, which also makes it tough if that's a relative. So uh, anyway, listen, Wander Franco is in quicksand. 
There is $200 million on the line. And more importantly for him, I would think, his freedom in, in the Dominican Republic. Now, he does have a lot of money, and uh, there's some corruption going on there. So by all manner of means, you could figure out a way maybe to, to get out of this. But I don't know how bad it is. We don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it's nothing, but it certainly seems like it's something based on what we've read and all the titillating reports that are bouncing around. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on that, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. You can be part of the show, part of the show, and join the festivities. Also, later this hour, we have Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. We'll get to that. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. The Maller Riddle of the Day. I almost did this on the Cowherd Show, but one of the producers would have punched me if I had done this. But here's the Maller Riddle of the Day. Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff said Lyman Frank Ragnow could enter an eating competition for blank. Again, Jared Goff, starting quarterback of the Lions. That's Rob Parker's favorite NFL team. Said that Lyman Frank Ragnow could enter an eating competition for blank. That is the Maller Riddle of the Day. The answer, we'll get to it, and we will do it next. Meat's very tasty. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It's painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer playing some interesting music tonight on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Sam. He's from Iowa. And he's at IowaSam99. Sammy, get well soon. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Ask Ben right around the corner. We look forward to that. We'll take some calls. And time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. And here's the Maller Riddle of the Day. Jared Goff recently said he's the quarterback of the Lions. He said his teammate, uh, lineman Frank Ragnow, uh, could enter an eating competition for blank, is what he said. And what is the answer to that? Orange and blue blood Brett going with Baba Ganoush. Why not go with the Baba Ganoush? Uh, who else do we have? Yummy. Down here. Uh, Matt says mom's spaghetti. Late night. Matt's Matt, the Warrior Raider fan. Former A's fan, but they are moving to Vegas. Late night drug tester says it has to be uh, gumbo. Go Tigers. Gumbo Jambalaya. Go Tigers. Yeah. Uh, late night drug tester. Who else do we have? Uh, well, this is appropriate from Wild Eye Southern Boy in Arkansas. He says, the answer to the riddle is skunk weed. He said, Stevie Meatballs in the Sunshine State going with sausage stuffed muffins is his answer. Okay. Uh, clam, guessed by Fudgy. I know what you idiots are doing. Who else do we have? Uh, Gefilte fish from Ferg Cat. Boy, that, man, uh, I know I'm a member of the tribe, but I do not like that gefilte fish. That is disgusting. Who else do we have? Uh, a very funny clam. I don't think I'll eat that. I'll uh, read that one on the air. Uh, donkey sausage uh, is going with a banana from Lizzo as the answer. Rob in Minnesota says sugar-coated uh, beef marshmallows or beef marshmallows, he said. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Oodles of noodles from Kyle. Circus peanuts. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think he's eating that from uh, Rory. That's his answer. Eek in Roseville, Minnesota says, Juicy Lucy's. Ragnow is a Minnesota guy. Cut I'm that happy, meat. I'm happy to, to say, Eek, I ate at all three of the big Juicy Lucy restaurants when I was in the Twin Cities, and I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed every one of them. Uh, I like eating. Uh, Deep-fried tarantulas, guessed by Courtesy Flusher. Just Josh, one of the Brigadier Generals in Cincinnati, going with eating kneecaps as his answer. Ron, uh, Ron Mexico says, uh, not the real Ron Mexico, he says Frank is going to eat Detroit Square Pizza in the eating contest. Uh, Jeff got this right. Bad job by him. He cheated. Do you have an answer, Eddie? I need an answer. 
Uh, yes, the answer is deviled eggs. Deviled eggs, is that the answer? No, that is not the answer. Fox Highwind says eating hissing cockroaches. That's also not the answer. The correct answer. Uh, Jared Goff said that Lyman Frank Ragnow could enter an eating competition for shrimp cocktails. Shrimp cocktails. He said he could put down 40 or 50 of them in a short amount of time. He said he's never seen anything like it. Uh, so there's an endorsement from Jared Brown. Yeah, let's go to the phones and we'll say hello to Eeny Meeny Miny. Let's go to Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan. Hello, Blind Emmett. Oh, big bet. Now to comment on that Mallard Riddle. I mean, I, I could be dead wrong on this, but I feel like forty or fifty shrimp compared to like a lot of these other eating competitions wouldn't be too bad. I mean, think about it. You can do like the Ben Maller intermittent fasting for a day and just go crush that competition. Like, compared to the hot dogs, you got to, like, get down the bun and, you know, the ketchup mustard. No, you know, but I have. You know, I, I'm a fan of competitive eating. I've, I've had Joey Chestnut on several times over the years, and he has mentioned, uh, Mr. Chestnut, the greatest eater of all time, he has mentioned that sometimes that slimy, fishy food is hard to eat. I've it's thrown down more that. than 40-something shrimp before in a sitting. You have, cool. I'm trying to fact, think. But... Yeah, Red Lobster has endless shrimp every now and then. In fact, I think it's going on oh, right yeah. now. And yep. I used to do competitions with my my buddy to see who could eat the most before tapping out. Did you put now, money on it? Or yeah. Now, now, Coop, do they? I know some of those restaurants. Uh, I've not been to that one per se for the all you can eat thing, but they 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 give you smaller plates. After, yeah, every time is yes. it one of those deals. Yeah, yeah. you so, you yeah. pick you pick like two flavors, and then that comes in like a normal portion, and then every portion after that's a, a much smaller portion. <laughs> But no. we were mixing up the to go also like if you, you can't take it to go, they, get, they, they don't like that. Yeah, you can't take it to go. And see, the problem is you, you go there and, and they've got those Cheddar Bay biscuits, which are oh, amazing. So and good. so then you, oh, you yeah, eat yeah. like four of those before you even start on the shrimp. And now you're now you just they get screwed you. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a little scam with the buffet thing. I, I talked to a guy years ago about this. The buffet, they set up the foods that fill you up right at the front of the buffet because yep. most people just go from front to the end of it. They don't go. They don't pick and choose. They go from beginning to end. And so they give you all the foods that will fill you up that are cheap and the really expensive, like the prime rib and all that stuff. If you go to one of those buffets in Vegas, they put that at the very end because most people don't okay. go there first. Speaking of Vegas buffets, uh. I have one of the worst buffets I ever had at Las Vegas. And was that at Circus Circus? No. No, nah, it was MGM. And oh, MGM, wow. All right. Um, yeah, so I was there, like, last summer, and we it was, like, the first, like, place we went to after, like, getting off the airport. It was probably, like, noon. Like, we took an early flight. And the, the, I, the, the first sign, as we're going in there, this, like, older guy comes out, and he gives, like, four of these free meal vouchers. Because he, they, you know, they had to make something right to him. That should have been the first sign. But I go in, you know, we go in here and all the food is flavorless. I think the best thing there was a dessert, and that's I feel like that's most buffets. But if we were to pay that, I'm, Coop knows he's a Vegas. He goes to Vegas a lot. It's like fifty dollars. I was like, I'm I've, so I've had the MGM buffet off. many times, and I and I I enjoy it. I mean, it's yeah. I've never had a problem at MGM, but there are I, there are some of the, I've had some really bad experiences. But looking back, I realized. The one time I had a terrible reaction, I, I thought I had just, I almost died. Was It was my gallbladder, but it wasn't because of the buffet. It was because I had a faulty gallbladder and it was malfunctioning. So. People are saying they're fasting. You know, they, they, everyone's trying to blame me. Oh, stop with that. Not, stop that. That's anti-fasting propaganda. 
And I will not stand for that on these microphones. How dare you? Sam, how many times have you used your air fryer? Uh, Great question. Half a dozen. Is this an early Ask Ben question? Oh, yeah. We're starting Ask Ben in a few minutes here. Yeah. All right. Everything good with you, Emmett? Are you back doing school stuff, or are you just hanging out? Oh, that starts the 18th. Uh, okay. Are you excited? Are you going to do it from your home? Or are you going to go back to the yeah, school? Yeah, I'm on the community college like 10 minutes up the road. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Welcome to my world. By the way, the most beautiful women go to community college. Let me tell you that right now. Mm. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. That matters for me, Ben. It, uh, absolutely. Well, yes. Blind Emmett, you want a good-looking woman. I know that. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you got have a wingman. Exactly. All right. Thank you. There you go. The, uh, the great Blind Emmett. Uh, well, everyone's beautiful, the blind image, kind of. But no, it's like, uh, well, not everyone. But I probably think some people are. They got terrible personalities. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast the dynasty exchange hosted by my first round rookie picks davis dylan and josh three guys who most definitely know their stuff they're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across the yacht club and now they're the co-hosts of the most elite now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game it's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics. 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, Ben, we've seen made-for-TV sporting events, and I guess maybe this falls into the category. You've had uh, college basketball on a battleship, hockey games, of course, in uh, outdoor football and baseball stadiums. We've had a baseball game in a cornfield that Iowa Sam uh, checked out. So we had uh, Wednesday, yeah, I know, Wednesday night uh, at the University of Nebraska's football stadium. I saw this. Memorial awesome. yeah. Stadium. Uh, they had a volleyball match. It was Nebraska against Uno, the University of Nebraska-Omaha. Uh, 92,003 people reportedly in attendance, making this the highest attended women's sporting event in the history of the world. We are told, Eddie, that is the most entertaining thing that's ever happened on a Wednesday in August in Nebraska. So, uh, congratulations. Wow. No, it's a big week for Nebraska, though, Eddie. You had you had the uh, the bull in the car, right? <laughs> yeah. You had the bull in the car. Yeah. You had the yeah. Nebraska... I guess he's not technically part of the football team, but you see that video of the guy that Georgia transferred the tight end? Yes, that to, uh, broke into the liquor yeah, store broke or whatever? Into the, uh, the vape shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, total genius. <laughs> I don't know uh, that Nebraska's going to claim him or the uh, the bull thing. I, I'm thinking he might not make the Cornhuskers team now. There might be a problem with the transfer portal for that guy. But we had Howdy Doody, the bull, pooping all over the car, and we had a listener say, and I'm, I'm not in that Reddit world. I go on there every once in a while, but I'm really a Reddit person. But they, the Reddit people that like the show told me that that guy's famous on Reddit, the bull guy. So he's internet famous on that social media site. It oh, is the okay. – yeah, yeah, all right, there you go. Uh, that, it is – yes, Coop? Yeah. Oh, no, it was me. It's Sam. Oh, I was Sam. I was Sam chiming in, I yes. I just uh, wanted to add one more little bit of uh, trivia to that uh, Nebraska volleyball well, story. Well, when you do trivia, you oh, become boy, trivial. Well, I was going to say that uh, it's actually the – Bigger than any football crowd that's ever watched a Husker game, surpassing the Miami Hurricanes at Nebraska in 2014. Because there were, I think it was because there were people on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surrounding the yeah. court. I, I got a question. How yeah. much did tickets cost? I don't know, but they packed ninety did some they thousand all pay? people. Did or is it just know. you show up, you get to see the volleyball? I don't know. I think I, I think they had to pay, but I'm guessing it wasn't too much. Uh, let's look that up. I wonder how. No, they've been fixing that. those numbers there at Memorial Stadium for quite a while now. Uh oh. Uh oh, shots fired. Bold statement. Man. 
All right, here's the Ben Maller Show as we continue on. We're going to have Ask Ben coming up in a couple minutes. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And let's say hello to Alameda Lou real quick. Hello, Alameda Lou. Ben, how are you doing? If I was any better, I'd be a giant, but not a San Francisco giant because they're they're off in the distance in the National League West. Oh, I think the update just said that they're in the wild card race. But yeah, yeah, we, we've been stuttering. I'm not gonna. I'll I'll, I'll give you that one. You will so, concede. Uh, is this uh, a is this a concession speech from Alameda? No, 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 no. I think we'll make the playoffs. Like I don't know. We've been hurt. We're young. It's it's fine. We're. Happy, I'm happy to be where we are. You're making like, excuses is what you're doing. Well, I'm not making excuses. Like, Listen. thanks to the Dodgers for beating the crap out of the Diamondbacks. But you know, You're welcome. That's, that's the most we get out of me. But, uh, okay, so Blind Emmett, the Seahawks fan. First time I've ever heard him call in, and you were talking about how the most beautiful women go to community college, where I guess he's going. Uh, as, a, as, as a Hebrew Ben, have you ever watched uh, Curve Your Enthusiasm? I have not. I have not. Oh. Wait, What? Oh, what you, very, what he's what a you cur- curb your enthusiasm. Oh, I, oh, I, wait a minute. Oh, I thought you said something else. I thought I didn't. I, I didn't. I, yes, of course. I, I love. Thought, I thought I, you were being sarcastic. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I swear. My, uh, my headphones must be melted. I thought he said something else. But no, that's a, that's my favorite show. And Koopa Loop over there, he hates Larry David. He doesn't think he's funny. And I love Larry <laughs> David. I laugh at everything Larry David does. If the aliens came down to Earth and I could send one person out in front of them, it would be Larry David. Oh, that guy's a genius. I love his uh, comedy. He's amazing. Yeah. No, anyway, there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry is confronted with a situation where he has a blind friend, and uh, he goes, isn't my girlfriend hot? And Larry goes something like, eh. <laughs> Love that. That's what that made me think about. But anyways, uh, what I wanted to talk about is you, on your uh, monologue probably about 20 minutes ago, you said, oftentimes teams that make the playoffs aren't the teams with the best Teams that win the World Series aren't the teams with the best record. Yes, yes. I wish that was the case where, like, basketball, usually if you have the top record, you win the championship most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Baseball, if not like if that was yeah. the case for the Dodgers, they'd have a lot more than just a sham, you know, World Series one time in the last decade. But. Oh, here we go. Um, here we no, go. Uh, here we go. There's a but. So everything you said prior is a lie, and now you're going to get to the main point. Go ahead. But there is no better example of that in uh, professional baseball than the San Francisco Giants dynasty run, in which I think the only year they won the division was 2012. They never had the best record out of yeah. all those years. No, that is but true. At the end of that it, they is, triumphed yeah, as the best yeah. team. No, you're right. The Giants, those years, were not great regular season teams, but they had Mad Bum in the playoffs, who was insane. Yes, they did. And guess yeah. who just came up? The best lefty since Mad Bum, Kyle Harrison. And as you say, the Giants are sputtering. God, I hope we don't get into the playoffs for your sake, Ben Mallard. Oh, stop. What happened last year when the Giants, or was it two years ago when the Giants and Dodgers? It was two years. It was yeah, two years two ago years when we lost ago. to the Dodgers in that first uh, in that first yeah. series. And actually, the Dodgers, the Dodgers had to say the Dodgers, Alameda Lou, the Dodgers sent Buster Posey to retirement. That's what they did. They sent him out to retirement. No, 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 no. Okay, but I did get. To, uh, let me finish. I did get to see Buster. Wow. Posey We've got to ask Ben to get to. Let's All right, Eddie's. Uh, we're done now. Eddie wants to ask Ben. All right, well, uh, we'll pause for the calls. We'll have an extended dance remix, Eddie, of Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. We'll get to that next.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Science tells us that nocturnal creatures have enhanced senses, including excellent hearing, making it easier for them to enjoy the Ben Maller Show. For those working the dreaded day shift, we offer the podcast. Listen when you want, how you want to the Ben Maller Show. It is guilt-free and recession-proof. Available on the iHeart app and wherever you get your podcasts. Spread the good word, subscribe, and give us a spicy, hot review. And live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. It's now time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It is Ask Ben as we jumpstart the audio device you're listening to right now with your questions, our answers for the rest of the hour, and now the reading of the questions. We do the tango with the Koopa Loop. All right. Uh, this first question is for Sam. Um, wow. Justin in Sherman Oaks wants to know, are you really... A 75-year-old man. Me? Why, because no, the music I've been se- playing? You're 77, <laughs> aren't you, Iowa Sam? 77? Because of, the mu- of what? The yeah, music? Yes, because of the music you were playing. I, I mean, listen, I mix it up here on the Ben Maller nah, show. But Roberto used to play, like, gangster stuff. And yeah. You don't do that. You know? I mean, I yeah. well, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not in my repertoire. Uh, <laughs> I just have maybe a more eclectic uh, selection of music. A lot of that growing up in yeah. Iowa. Sam's they- saying he's smarter than you. No, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying that I just have a wider ver- variety of things to play. Well, tonight it's been all boomer music. No, that's not true. Um, I played a variety of things. I, I, that was so, a, uh, that no. Was I'm actually uh, in my late 30s. Uh, so there you go. Well, that wasn't an actual you, question. You act though. like you're. Older than <laughs> I'm an old soul. How about that? Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of your listeners that have enjoyed my music. No, nah, man. My listeners all young in the demo. Right. They're all about, Gen man? Z. Everyone's in the demo. And if they're not in the demo, they pretend to be in the Buried demo. Buried in their phone. Me. Tell me they're in the demo. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is next? All right. Uh, this actual question is I I guess just for you, Ben. He doesn't say for the crew. No. Um. It's from Orange and Blue Blood Brett. Yeah. He wants to know, he says, my birthday happens to be on September 11th, and since oh, it's okay. happened, I can't seem to celebrate it. Yeah. Do you think I should feel that way? No, I mean, you were not. In, I mean, it's a, it's a somber day, but you, you know, that's your day. Your day happens to be that day. I think you can celebrate it. I mean, it's been 20 years since that terrible event happened, and you only have a certain number of years on the planet. You might as well enjoy your day. So, uh, yeah, I say, I say, go for it. I mean, maybe a couple years are like nine, the year of nine eleven, and then the couple years after that, I could say maybe take a break. But after that, you know, gotta gotta get get back on the horse. So I say, celebrate, get a big cake, and get some ice cream, and have a great time. Uh, what is next? All right, uh, this is from Dante for everyone. Do you avoid certain foods before you go to work because it may affect your voice? Yes. Well, I don't eat much these days anyway because I'm, I'm this fugazi you know, thing that you guys all rip, intermittent fasting. But, yeah, there's – I don't – back in the old days when I drank a lot of soda, it would make me burp, and you don't want to be doing a monologue and start burping. Well, maybe you do. It might be better, but I try to avoid that. So uh, any kind of carbonated beverages I try to avoid – uh, and anything that will mess my throat up, any kind of uh, crunchy, spicy foods that can mess my throat up. What about you, Eddie? Uh, no, they do say uh, you should avoid dairy products before. Yes. Uh, That's right. But I, I mean, I don't talk as much as you do. If I did, I'm sure I'd take that into account. 
but uh, no, I don't avoid any any foods. Milk was a okay. bad choice. Uh, Iowa Sam, anything you want to avoid? Uh, no, you no. eat more of dairy. And you eat cheese, <laughs> double fist cheese, have milk. I, the whole thing. I mean, like dairy products will make you a little bit kind of, uh, you know, uh, what's that? Schmuckus, you know, just a little schmuckus. The, uh, no. the tootie, the tootie fruity. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. All right. Coop? No. No. Okay. Moving on. Here we go. What's next? It's Ask Ben Your Questions, Our Answers. What a marvelous segment of radio. Just glorious, isn't it? Yes? All right. Here we go. Shane in Des Moines would like to know, when was the last time you wore a suit or a tux? Uh, actually, I wore, uh, I, wore I dressed up. I, didn't, I haven't worn a tux. I don't think I've ever worn a tux, but I wore, I wore a suit uh, a couple weeks back for, uh, for something I was doing, so. Yeah, but not usual. I, I don't usually wear that. Other, I think the, I've worn the suit since I've become an adult more to funerals than anything else, which kind of sucks. What about you, Eddie? So did you wear that suit when you were in Maine in the East Coast there? Yeah, you know, whatever. Still haven't uh, announced what that trip uh, was all about. I might get to that at some point this week. You never know. You know just saying. Uh, it was either a funeral or a wedding. I don't remember the last time. All right. Iowa Sam? Uh, I wore a suit for a wedding in early July in Iowa. July, Iowa. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Is that right? All I remember right. it specifically. Kubaloo? Mine was also for a wedding well over a year ago, maybe even two years ago. Um, yeah. No, I a mean, little over a year ago. You know, we're working radio. Why, I mean, why would we want to get dressed a up? A better question for me would be when's the last time you wore pants? Oh, yeah. I, I avoid pants at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate pants. I, I can't, can't. And well, what is next? What do we have here? Um, Ferg Cat, I am not asking that question. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't give it, you're not wearing que- pants. Now I want to know what the question is. <laughs> All right, just move on. It's Whatever. very personal. All right. Um, what, what, here, I'll ask a different question from Ferg Cat. He submitted three okay. of them. Uh, what board game do you hope to never play again? <sighs> Man. Uh, well, a lot of those things have nostalgia, but like, Monopoly takes forever. I I loved uh, Battleship and all that, but I mean those things take so long. So I don't know that I want to play any board game right now because they just take way too long. Any game, Eddie, that you want to avoid? Any board game? Ah, uh, was not a huge board game no? fan as a kid. I mean, you did play some of that. Pursuit? Did you do that? Yeah, but I like that. I I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't avoid that. So uh, there's nothing I can really think of that I'm looking to avoid. I guess. Clue? I guess my, I've, ne- I've never really cared for Monopoly, so I'll say Monopoly. Takes a long time. Yeah, I was saying. I was saying. Um, every time I play Risk, I get very frustrated and upset and want to flip the board because people are always attacking me and I. I'm not. I don't have a good strategy, so risk. I'd say risk. Yeah. Coop, you're gonna go mousetrap, Coop. What are you gonna go? Mousetrap's no, that's great. That's, that's funny because the two games that came to my mind that I wouldn't want to play are Monopoly and Risk. Oh, I, 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 I love Clue. By the way, Clue was like Clue. one of my. Like, what about Hungry Clue. Hungry Hippos? I love yeah, that's a good one too. That's for babies. Plastic. Iowa Sam, wash your mouth out with soap and water. Okay. <laughs> I played I it like, as a kid. I like that. You had the little plastic hippos. It's for little babies. And they'd eat the little marbles and all that. It was great. What about shoots and ladder? That's Opera- all shoots operation? and ladder? Oh, Operate? Solid game operation. Cavity That's Sam. Good- That's right. <laughs> Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard. Yes. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.